Think Smart, Act Smart, a project of partners in Shaduchim where everyone who is Shomer Shabbos and single is networking to find and make matches. This podcast is devoted to learning from others how their choices help them chart their destiny and to inspire singles and parents and family and friends of singles while searching for a match. Learning how others achieve their success can, with Siata Deshmaya, provide critical thinking tools for those seeking a new strategy or a new way of thinking to meet their zivug. In today's podcast, I am interviewing Rabbi Dr. Jack Cohn. Rabbi Dr. Jack Cohn is an international dating expert based in New York. An orthopedic surgeon by profession, he is a student of the esteemed Rabbi Avigdor Meller Zechotzadik Levracha. He has spent many years involved in human relations, mentoring many people globally on the subject of dating. Originally from New York, Dr. Cohn spent six years working for Aish at the University of Miami, where he gained experience dealing with many people with dating issues and having studied the subject of dating in depth to date. He has been involved in over 500 Shaduchim, including making Shaduchim through partners in Shaduchim. He now lives in New York and spends most of his day speaking to people globally who seek his advice from places around the USA and ranging from Australia, London, Manila, and Mexico City to mention just a few of the places he has reached through his online presence. He now specializes in in the religious dating world, educating people on how to avoid making mistakes in dating and marriage. My take of Rabbi Dr. Cohn is that he has a unique blend of passion and authenticity. Rabbi Cohn inspires thousands. Good afternoon, Rabbi Cohn. Welcome. Good afternoon. Uh, So we're going to just dive right in. uh, And I would like to ask you, our audience would like to hear, who has been a tremendous influence in your life? That's a great question, Bela. You know, I was a product of the yeshiva world. Having been born in Cairo, Egypt, to a father that was Sephardic and a mother was Ashkenaz, I guess you get, you get to see the whole panorama. So my father was a student of the esteemed Ravadi Yosef, who was chief rabbi of the country. And obviously it was dangerous to live there. So when we got here, we were, um, you know, relocated to the Sephardic community. But we were so fortunate because one of the Gedolei Hador had just relocated from Brownsville right into the center, the epicenter of our community. They esteemed the Gadol of Victor Miller, who I got to know since I was 12 years old when I was a bachar in the Mir Yeshiva. And I would go to his classes, which were given in one of the bigger Sephardic schools because he needed a large capacity hall. And that's where he achieved it. And he, he mesmerized me. He especially was, he was so intelligent when it came to human relations. And we started a, uh, I recall a love affair of Talmud to, to, to Rebbe that went back since 1972, 73. And here we are, 2021. He was an individual who was brilliant in, in, in all these areas, the facets of dating and shalom bias, especially in new human relations well. And uh, I would like to say that it ended with him, but when I moved to Miami Beach where I taught University of Miami and I practiced as a physician, I also, after several years of he had been passed away, there was a vacuum in my life, I did pick up a book called The Garden of Imunah written by Rav Shalom Arush, which mesmerized me because even though Rav Arush's take is a little bit more Hasidic, but it was the same principles of talking to Hashem, of gratitude, of emun and bitachon, and he as well taught me quite a bit. I was fortunate to bring him to the United States for the first time in 2007, and I joined him for about 11 Rosh Hashanahs. Both these individuals are what I consider outstanding gedolim in human relations, and, and I and, and, imbibed and, and quite a bit. Inter- 
if I may interrupt you, you're, uh, what I'd like to ask you is uh, how did these people influence and inspire you to become so active in helping singles overcome their hurdles and, and you helping them to get under the chuppah? Great question. Well, you know, if you make money, you give tzedakah. So when I first started to make money as a doctor, I started giving tzedakah to causes in New York where there were actually yeshivas that were graduating boys from a little bit on the other side of the tracks, off the desk. I'd go and speak to these boys in the high school as a volunteer because they needed mentors who were good role models. As a physician who was a bentorah, I sort of qualified, Baruch Hashem. So there I was speaking on Fridays to assemblies of high school students who then kept my number and as a result contacted me when they were becoming chassanim. Now, one of the great things that happened is some of these programs went on to become, form their own minyanim in Flapush of young men who I then mentored. I came to classes. Well, I knew nothing about the subject, but I didn't know one thing, that in Judaism, you're born to give. You're not just here for yourself. You don't live on an island. Hashem expects you to use your talents to help Kuala Yisrael. And Baruch Hashem, I have an alpha personality. I love talking to people. I love people in general. And the area of helping people getting married really got my attention because a lot of these boys didn't have good role models. They came from broken homes. But it was interesting that when they got married, the biggest kidolin came to be Masada Kedushin, whether it was of Elias Fay or it was of Shmuel Kamenetsky. So I was always under some chuppah somewhere. And that's how one thing led to the other. Then when I went to Miami and I taught at the University of Miami, many of these young men and women came to my house for Friday nights. We averaged between 10 and 15 singles at the table. And there I was making matches. And it just became second nature. And I loved doing it. I also had a vertical involvement in, in Klali Stra. I taught Pirche for 20 years. So on Shabbos, I could be busy with the 8- and 10-year-olds. But on, during the week, I was there I was lecturing to young adults. So I saw yeah. the whole pyramid from beginning to end. Well, well, you know this podcast is called Think Smart, Act Smart. We're here to inspire the audience. What you've shared so far is so in, is such a major influence in being involved in the cloud. Um, you, you had to make a choice. Uh, this program is about inspiring people to make choices, and you yourself had to make a choice when you decided you'd become a coach, because by profession, right. you are an orthopedic surgeon. Would you please be able to share? Yes. Okay, so I was always a physician one to seven. I'll just tell you an interesting story. I developed a line of art supports or orthotics for the retail world, and I wanted to show that line to the Walgreens buyer, and I traveled out to see him. He's a white, Af- you know, a wasp, white American, you know, Anglo-Saxon. And he says to me, how come I never, can never get you 9 to 12? Where are you? So I said to him, I actually teach as a volunteer at Institute of Jewish Advanced Learning. So he says to me, what do you teach? I said, I teach young men how to get married and behave in marriage. So he says to me, give me your elevator pitch. So I said, Rob, he was an Irish guy. I'm going to teach you your first two words in Hebrew. I teach my boys to, to treat their wives, Makom Rishon, first place. And that was key, you know what I'm saying, to teach people how to, how to, how to, how, to, how to get along with others, how to love your, and nurture your spouse. That's the key component. Yes. So, but I, so again, I still come back to you. You're today a full-time dating coach. Oh, so that's a good question. Yes, let me answer that. That was Every Wednesday night in one of the yeshivas, that's a good question. Every Wednesday night in one of the yeshivas that I taught, it was called Night Seder with Dr. Jack, where they brought in dinner, and I would lecture on dating. And there would be beautiful dinner. One, one night, one of my friends, Maimon Elbaz, who happens to be a very big personality in the Torah uh, world for children, brought a video camera. And he said, we gotta, 
he just stumbled in. He goes, I love your message. He put me on, and, he, and then he, he videoed me, and then he put me on tour anytime. A few weeks later, I was contacted by the, by the uh, owners. This stuff is amazing. It's going viral. People are loving what you're saying. I was the toolbox guy in dating. What I didn't realize, no one was teaching people the do's and don'ts, how to choose right from wrong, how to create a top ten list, how to choose properly, what to look for, not to fall to the toxicity of the secular world. And I was already waning down from my practice. I'd already been in practice over 28 years. I had been very fulfilled, but I was looking for the next thing. And being a cloud guy all the way, I said, you know what? I can taper this thing down. There's such a need for what I do. I was already involved at that time, probably in four to 500. I just want to let you know, I'm not here to show off, but that 500 number you, 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 uh, you, know, you said is probably holding by 1,500 today. Wow. So wow. I was so involved Amazing. in so many people, people... Yeah, it was, it was, it was such an inspiration to me that I so I quietly, you know, brought my practice down to a pause. I had done it for a sufficient amount of time. I was done with the insurance companies and all that. It was time to move on to, as they say, spiritually bigger and better things. And where I was needed, you know, it says in the Torah, "Kavod Hashem honor God with your talents. I had a talent. If I wasn't going to use it, Hashem would be upset with me. And so yeah. here we are. I mean, this this year that I give is averaging 200, easily 200 matches a year. Because I get the emails all the time. And the WhatsApp. Yes. Every other day, someone thanks me for, for that share. Well, can you share one or two challenges you face as a dating coach, and how do you personally get over those hurdles? Well, that's a great question, Mrs. Yaniv. Obviously, by far, the greatest hurdle we have today is the, this whole area of physical attraction of the people's intense need to think that they have a certain idea of what they have in their mind for themselves and the toxicity of Western and media and culture that's just creating so many delays in people's lives. They don't have a, rough, a, a clear idea of what they need in a spouse. They are so misled by the Western culture, which starts in the palm of our hands with a cell phone, that they're led into thinking that they see a poster or they see uh, something in an advertisement, and they get a fixation in their minds of what they'd like to have in, in, in the perfect physical specimen, not realizing that physicality is only something that was created by Hashem to lure one to be interested in the other, but that when you light a match, that's what it is, physical attraction. How long does a match last? Five or six seconds? But then the real work begins to look for character, to look for depth of, you know, uh, of, of mythos. And that's where I get frustrated sometimes. I try my best to get them out of their delusions and to try to tell them this is not what you should be looking for. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, because some of these people, you know, are, you know, unfortunately influenced or corrupted in a way, but we, we keep hitting at it, like Rabbi Akiva in the water with the rock, trying to explain to people that, you need to think long-term. You need to think, well, I grow with this person. Well, they motivate me. Well, we, do we have common hashkafa? That's the fuel of long-term success in marriage. And that's what I'm fighting right now, like anyone else, basically, because this is what's going on. Uh, do you use Rabbi Avigda Miller's Torah wisdom and Rabbi Arush's wisdom as a resource to share from a Torah perspective with the audience, or is it more um, on a personal one-on-one -on -one relationship, how to uh, converse with them and, and engage them in trying to understand who they are? Um, I will tell you that Moshe Kibbil Torah Sinai. For sure, I use the Torah of Avigda Miller and of Shalom Arush. I sit with many singles and I 
recite for them and I explain to them the Ten Commandments of Marriage, I said the difference of marriage that Ravigna Miller talked about, how one has to be realistic, and how people that he knew, I cite to them examples that, you know, were not realistic. Or He once met an Ota Bacher that went to his shul and he said to him, how many girls have you been out with? And he goes, over 100. So the Rav answered, I would have been married to 70 of them by now. So he says to him, what's the problem? Well, Rebbe, it's just not clicking. So listen to the incredible genius of Rick Miller. He looks at the old Tabach, the older man who's in his mid-30s. It's not clicking. Fix your clicker. It's the way you look at things. It's your perspective to dating. You know what I'm saying? So right. for sure, I use their, their, their godless patira because, you know, our, our G'daylim can see from one end of the world to the other. Then what I bring to the table is a little bit of secular knowledge base because I read so many articles and I go through so many books on these subjects. Combine that with a little, with a little bit, like, with a capital L, of a lot of what I see empirically, and it's a, a nice cocktail. Well, so with that being said, this is a Partners in Shaduchim podcast. Could you help, uh, could you share with the audience how you've helped others succeed using our, our site, a personal success story or two? Yes, for sure. First of all, you know there are platforms out there, and there are, web, there are websites, and there are online dating uh, apps, etc. And in my estimation, because I have access to all of them, there is not one app out there or website or platform like Partners in Shaduchim, which does such a great job to help facilitate Shaduchim. I'll tell you why. First of all, it's a setup. There's a screening mechanism. Secondly, to ensure that every person is appropriate to be on there. Secondly, it's such a wonderful tool in terms of its search engine. You can customize any kind of search based on, you know, level of observance, Sephardic, Ashkenaz, Ger, Widow. I'm constantly on there. I am thrilled to, to life, not to death, that we have such a platform. It makes my life so much easier. And I'll give you just three examples of in the last 60 to 90 days. I was contacted right after COVID began last year by a woman who lives in Wichita, Kansas, who was interested in becoming from. She was a Balas who had been married three times to Gentiles. But she was an earnest Balas She was really growing. And we started to learn together, which is what I do with a lot of singles. Before I take them down the road of Shaduchim, I want to ensure that they're qualifiable, that they're good candidates. So after a few months, we were ready. Then I said, that's time to look. So my natural instinct, let's go on partners in Shaduchim. I have my laptop. It should be called my partners in Shaduchim laptop. It almost excusively gets used for that only. We go on here, and I see an individual that I had met three years ago called Daniel Goldfein. I said, this guy would be great for you. He's in Houston. He has a similar background. Daniel Goldfein. I said, this guy would be great for you. He's in Houston. He has a similar background. Happens to be that the shul that he goes to in Houston, Texas, was uh, the Rav there is a New Yorker whose brother is one of my dearest friends. So I said, this but how, did you, how, did you, how did you find this David Goldfein? He was a friend of yours or you found him on the site? On the site, sure. Uh, how did you search for him on the site? What, what was the method of searching? Based on age, based, based, I, based on age and based on modern Orthodox, because that's where both of these two landed. Uh-huh. And then you saw a populated rows of profiles, and you chose this fellow. I, have a, I read the Shidduch to him. He says, Rabbi, I know that you're popular with what you do, and you're, you're always putting out all one, wonderful educational material. If you say she's right for me, she's right for me. And then I managed the Shidduch date by date until I was comfortable that they could, I could transfer off to them. They could communicate directly up to date six or seven, and then whammo. They got wow. married right in the middle of Hanukkah. Yeah. What an amazing story. So I'll give you another story. story of a girl from Muncie 
who had um, who I knew that I was mentoring. I mentored her over the summer when I was living in Lakewood for the summer. Back to Parnas and Shaduchim. There I see Michael Sufian, who I had, who had come to my, my shore maybe three years ago and lost touch. I said, he could be a great catch. He's just got the right dynamic you that you're looking for. Same story. I ran the shit up four, five, six times, and they got married also in the middle of Hanukkah. So that's case oh, number two. By the way, these are the most difficult cases. These are not the 23 to 21-year-olds. All these cases are 45 and more. Those are the most difficult shidduchim to pull off. It's a hug and kiss from a Kaddish Baruch Hu that's uh, try to describe to people when stories like this, because truly your, in, your, your passion to help people, your involvement in Sarchit Sibur, uh, and, and, and taking the initiative to get involved. People feel it. They want to be a part of, they want to work with you. And anyone who's listening to this podcast, uh, if you want to learn more about Rabbi Dr. Jack Cohn, you need, if you need his help as a coach or to get involved in coaching you through a date or to help you find a shidduch, um, using the Partners in Shaduchim platform, you can always reach out. To, go to our platform, go to our resource page, and you'll find his information there. Or you can reach out to support at partnersinshaduchim.com. Um, I'd like to close today with one last question, uh, Rabbi Cohn. Can you share, please, a golden nugget of wisdom, how to inspire singles to share their profile on this closed network to help increase more profiles so that everyone who joins has more chances to find a match? Sure. Maybe I could, we can have a small little nugget from the Megillah, Megillah because of Queen Esther. You know what? When Mordechai tells her, you've got to go in there and fight for the Yidden, he says you can't remain silent. Who knows? Maybe that's what your mission is in life. Every single needs to know that we have, every one of us has a unique life mission. One of the most important missions that we have in this world is to maintain the, the legacy of Klal Yisrael by building our own Jewish homes. And we should have the courage to do so. To stand on the sidelines and not do anything is not going to help you. Today, need you stop us. So like Esther went in there, she said, if I die, I die, whatever happens. But I have the, I have the courage. Today, we need to have that courage Get on this platform, partners you should look and put up your, your, or your information. And if you need help, I'm, or people like me, I'd be delighted to work with you. Or if you know someone that is in need but is embarrassed or shy, put up their information for them. Create a profile for them. You don't have to put your last name. You just have to put the general right. information about yourself. You can list Rabbi Cohn, for example, as your coach. If you choose to have him as a personal advocate liaison, that's a phrase that's coined by Rabbi Pesach Krohn. Um, you can reach out to us and learn more on how to uh, think out of the box to utilize the, the platform to help facilitate you to find your match. Rabbi Cohn, I want to thank you. Rabbi Dr. Jack Cohn, I want to thank you for your time. I know how precious your time is. And I look forward to having you again on our podcast to discuss other important topics to help singles find their bashar. And to the audience, wishing you all a freilich and simchas parim. Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi Cohn. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Thank you.